0: Mr. Sheckman. Mr. Boyer I have a complaint about this toast again
1: oh, You always are complaining about this bloody toast just eat it
0: Thanks to your drone I now have the actual yeah. toast in front of me so thanks for illegal toast Good, to great yeah. However, I have that a, took enough planning. I, I'm trying to figure it out um, If I describe what I'm looking at it's a circular ball sphere thing which literally looks mm-hmm. like a Rubik's cube um, Yes I and it, it, there's a little you know post-it next to it that says butters on the inside um can can you explain what the hell this is
1: yeah it, it's i'll just tell you what it's called um it, it's the latest thing it, it's the universal demographic piece of talk <laughs> welcome back to hosting design shaka shagun Michael Bo. just the two of us once more and if you haven't figured this out yet we're doing this remotely um because you know lockdowns and all that good stuff so there are two main things that I think can come, start coming up when we look, we look at design, um, and it's two types of designs. And let's start with one of them, and that's multi-purpose versus a single-purpose sort of system. Um, what do you think when, when those two words come to mind or when someone says them? <clears throat> okay, so uh,
0: the first thing is
1: complex problems.
0: Mm. And we need to separate out that at engineering level in Certainly third and fourth year level We're talking about complex problems And that there are many moving parts to the problem In this particular case We're talking about a solution And solutions can be really, really simple Or solutions Mm -hmm. can be really complex And have many different parts to them And that's basically what we mean By single purpose versus multi-purpose And a a bad example of a single purpose a single purpose tool which can be used as a multi-purpose tool is the good old fashioned flat screwdriver. I mean who hasn't stirred paint with it, used it as a lever, dug weeds out of bricks with it, oh, yes, etc. Exactly. So yeah. in, in essence we, we're taking a single purpose tool, it's literally only designed to put in flat screws. That's literally what it was it's designed yeah, for. Exactly um, everything yeah. about mm. it, the handle, the shank, the, the, the tang, the little slot bit at the front. However, humans being users of tools we generally try and turn single purpose things into multi-purpose things Mm. i mean who would have thought the most edible thing on earth is the little blue cap of a big pen yeah and i've lost
1: countless (laughs) pens to that specific (laughs) issue
0: so a a multi-purpose tool would be something where it was specifically designed for a bunch of different tasks and it would probably Mm. achieve them all equally well you know um the, the the flat screwdriver doesn't stir paint very well because it scrapes the tin then you get the paint from the tin and the paint um, mm. it scrapes the protective rust coating off the paint cans and the paint can starts to rust um, it's not actually the greatest stirring thing in the world but it's generally what everyone has lying around somewhere
1: In that case do you design for something that is, if you're going single purpose, do you anticipate someone using it incorrectly and design to allow for that or do you design for what it's intended for and just ignore the others and hope you know if they're going to use it they're going to use it for that do any lawyers listen to this <laughs> <laughs> you Well, know, when we get the sun they so you will know, we'll it up there, yeah. I
0: mean I can see the, the sun coming up now um <laughs> i i think it depends i mean I, I think if you're smart and and you want a good good brand you know you, you know, you could always say, listen, you can always use our screwdrivers to stir your paint or, you know, change a tire or, or do whatever, um, that they're strong enough, they won't break, etc. But, I, mean, et but um, I, I don't know whether you'd consider all of those cases in the initial planning of, of the design.
1: I suppose, you you know, maybe not, you know, those extreme examples and, and misuses, but at the very least, is a sort of a, a prying tool or something. I have certainly seen screwdrivers where you got the sort of blade, or like the, the, the length and the full tang, And you've got a metal cap at the end of your handle uh for that hammer to be used there oh yeah Um,
0: yeah you can modify them for impact etc and i think those are specifically redesigns that those are i Mm -hmm. mean i I think one of those impact screwdrivers is, is really designed for that application as opposed to just being a pretty really big screwdriver that you can smack with a hammer um
1: or well, e- even the even the the, the you know because you got the impact screwdrivers but i'm talking about even the, the the standard screwdrivers like one of your sort of very i can't remember the make there's a particular make I'm, I'm coming to mind um and they almost seem like they're semi-designed for it just to anticipate it
0: yeah sort of a, a mix uh, between a, a a chisel and a screwdriver almost
1: yeah exactly and and maybe it's a case of draft one from the company who didn't have that but then enough customers came and said listen i keep using it for this it breaks every time i do it can you you know make me a new version Um, and maybe that's where that could have come from i i I think if you also think about it there are many
0: things that we use which are we would call them multi-purpose i mean you can see it on Mm -hmm. the box you buy a set of of pots and pans and it'll be called multi-purpose cookware And that's Mm. because well you can use a pot for frying you can use it for stir frying you can use it for boiling you can use it for you know whatever you want um but actually it's a it's a single purpose device it uses you know thermodynamic conduction to conduct heat between whether it's a gas stove a bry, um whatever to the the stuff inside so it you know from an engineering point of view it is single purpose however you can use it for Mm. lots of softer things which are labeled as multi-purpose
1: so, a single function but multiple applications. Yes,
0: yeah, so if you think about any modern toothbrush, it's got a bunch of different features on it that when you look at it, you think, mm. why have they even tried to CAD this stuff and who tried to make it and <laughs> it looks really cool and <laughs> thanks for making it yeah, in yeah. my color orange. Um, but when you yeah. look at it, you know that could probably be defined by some as a multi-purpose toothbrush. However, it's mm. not. It's, a, it's got a single purpose, but um, I think if you break the levels down, each part of it Would perform a single purpose but together um you know in 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 that multi um multi-style which is different to the traditional version or or definition of
1: multi-purpose i think um
0: what have you got as examples mine are just boring this morning
1: um I guess I mean so the one I'm thinking of, and at least comes down to me the whole time, is that thing of, you know, do you 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 know have a smartphone which is sort of has everything in one? It's your internet, it's your uh, communication device, it's your camera, it's your um, range finder, it's everything these days. Or or do you go dedicated systems? Do you have a a communication device, whether it's a standard Nokia cell phone, um, and then you have a DSLR camera, a you know laser range finder gps separate... yeah uh, ex- exactly um you know your your garmin your tom tom or whatever it is um it's that sort of distinction but when looking at which route do you go down um... so i i think if we look at
0: each one of those we would agree that a smartphone is a multi-purpose device
1: oh very much so yes
0: and if we looked at the bag that contained the camera the gps the compass everything else that would be a bag that contained multi-purpose device, each one is a single purpose yeah. device, but the, the container of everything would be a multi-purpose device, because put together, even in singular bits, they can kind of do anything you want. Exactly. So it comes down yeah, to it's... what you're actually defining.
1: Okay, yeah, I mean that's a good point I suppose.
0: So let, let's throw two more crazy words into this. Um, I think you okay. had an example of, um, of, of, of car use for this one, but the word sort of modify and convert. So we've got a mm-hmm. single purpose thing. It's a screwdriver. What could we mm-hmm. modify to be? Modified versus to be what could we convert
1: it to be? Oh, hang, oh hang, sorry, okay, yeah, no, no, sorry. The problem is that like, every time I think of modify, I use modify way too loosely for myself. Um, okay, so for the same function, I mean, are we going to say modified so they can go from flathead to um, Phillips head screws? That um, that I think that's
0: converting because you can't undo it.
1: Wait, are we saying that a modification can be undone and a conversion can't?
0: Generally, yeah. Is it? Okay,
1: yeah. I hadn't actually kind of considered. I mean, that you you can route. also
0: undo it. I mean, I always use the example of the poor old yeah. donkey. That once the donkey's in salami, you ain't. Gonna pull out a magic wand and turn that thing back into a <laughs> Eeyore or anything, um, but but in in terms of the screwdriver, in terms of uh, modifying it to 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 do something, it would be that you modified it to do something different to its main task of putting in screws. Okay. Whereas I would I would agree the conversion is that currently a, a flat screwdriver does not fit into a Phillips head. So you've got two choices: do you sit with a little angle grinder and convert your Phillips head screws into flat heads, and then use the flat mm-hmm. screwdriver, or do you try and you know grind the uh, the, the front of the flat screwdriver into Phillips? but you could convert mm. it back but you're then going to have to angle grind it flat and heat treat it back again which is why conversion is often or, quite yeah. difficult um i wouldn't say it's impossible but it's it's really costly whereas yeah. the modification but no, no, is. is is relatively you know straightforward you know paint a donkey like a zebra wash the paint off you got a donkey again
1: um, well it is one thing on that if we're saying a modification maintains function a conversion changes function mm. If we're saying function of tightening um devices would then not the conversion to a phillips head uh be a modification while a conversion would be make it into a chisel so it's a different function altogether
0: yeah I'd, I'd i'd agree with that Yeah, uh, to me okay. to me i always think can you undo it as the first step um but i actually agree your your definition is actually more correct um yes if okay. you keep it for screws and modified that is i'd call a permanent modification
1: Shop, Yes. Um, Whereas if if you turn it into a
0: chisel or a doorknob or something like that, then it is
1: converting it into something else. Yes, correct. You actually pointed me in that direction. of The other example I then had, um, I think it's maybe a better example for the students to kind of grasp, is you've got a vehicle and you want to make a vehicle that is then for all purposes. So you're gonna take it out into the middle of uh, the, the Narmib to, to do your holiday there, or you're going to have it also then to drive to work, and you're gonna to have to drive down to Durban, and you're gonna to have to take it on the track um as opposed to just having your day-to-day car keeping it as that and then saying right we're just gonna actually have the person buy a whole nother new car just for their holiday or whatever the case mm. is um let's rather look at that as an example because i think it's a little more clear cut um definitely so you know your your,
0: your commuter vehicle it, it has a single purpose um I, mm. i'd actually argue that you know if if you're a single a single person using a four-person car um well, you could throw the word modify, convert, at it because what what is the extra space for? You carrying around weight and exactly, volume. Yeah. And you've got power you don't need, mm. etc. Um, yeah. But but you know the, the single pur- purpose is that it does um, some form of routine. Yes.
1: With very little deviation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Having to define what, what what single purpose is, and I think that's important. Anytime you're starting a design of the sort, you have to define that. Um, you can't just think multi-purpose and think you're putting on you know making your car into a leatherman uh, or a Swiss army knife mm-hmm. um, to make it multi purpose you
0: know and, and it's one of those things you know if you take one of one of the i mean everyone's been on kind of school trips and things where you know the the good old Toyota Quantum has been used and th- that mm. in in most people's minds is designed as a you know x many seat high density transport vehicle but actually you can modify those to do all sorts of things um, you know you can strip yeah. out seats you can put beds in the back you can you know fill it mm. up with, with all kinds of stuff uh, i mean vits has used them to transport all sorts of things um all, all over the place um so, yeah. so if if you were to take it single purpose which was to transport people and then either take mm. fewer people you can then add a, a delta and that could be w- whatever um and it's cool because you can add stuff on the roof, you can tow things behind it, etc. So it becomes a, a it, it it I would call as a multi-purpose vehicle, um, in that it's it's primarily designed for single purpose, but it's very good if you were to
1: modify it and add a whole lot of extra stuff to it. Um, and it's easy to modify it. It's not the case of having to cut the vehicle apart or yeah. bolt a whole lot of extra stuff to it. it. It's you know it's not the case of taking a little Hyundai i ten. Um, and converting it to carry fifty people. Yeah, um, that that that's a, a a major conversion. And
0: and um, and, and, and like I think cooking. I mean I was uh, one student asked me about something we said in one of the first podcasts. I Had to go and listen to that that awful recording um, <laughs> about DJing dogs. <laughs> and uh, oh god, DT, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's interesting. In the very first one, we said we were going to try and turn design away from being word specific. And actually, you mm-hmm. know, you mentioned cars, and I thought. I can remember some of the very first big vans and things that came out that weren't strictly taxis, and they were called MPVs, mm-hmm. multi-purpose vehicles. The, hmm. Like the Chrysler Voyager came out and that was an MPV. Yeah. Um, and now all of a sudden, it, you know, everyone's like, oh, I've got an SUV and I've got this and I've got that. And you think, yeah, yeah. okay, sport utility. What do they mean by sport? Mm. I mean, how racy is a sport utility vehicle versus a sports car, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things? Um so I, I, I think we've we've gotten to the stage where we're buying things like multi purpose cookware and, and we're kidding ourselves. No. It's not multi purpose, it's single purpose, but if we're smart we can cook anything with it. And that's that's what is being sold as the multi purpose function of the thing. Hmm. Should we have a go at cookware yes. and work out if we were to modify or convert it into truly multi purpose stuff, what would that be? Sure, why not? Okay. So, so I've mean, got one idea here. With. Let's okay, assume cool. we sit with a uh, we, we, we've got some little little gear, we've got little plastic sheets, we've got ourselves a hairdryer and we have modified our vacuum cleaner to blow instead of suck. And what we do okay. is, we've got a painting project and all we've got is a set of nice teflon coated cookware. So what we do is we apply mm-hmm. hairdryer, we then form and blow this plastic insert so it forms a, a very nice, you know... 50 micron thick plastic layer in this pot we can now add our paint to the pot we can paint at the end of the day we pull this little plastic liner out and there's no paint in the pot
1: okay the the pot
0: and that system is now a multi-purpose thing because you paint in the morning you pull it out you don't have to clean anything you put it straight on the stove and you cook your dinner we've now modified it but the pot itself is still single purpose the other stuff is what makes it a multi-purpose container you know if, if, you, oh, if you did yeah if, if you modified your pot so it had um, like fridge proof lids so once you'd oh. cooked, you cooked stuff um, you could basically take the top ring off so the lid was closer to the food you didn't have as much air in it and then you had this like fridge seal Tupperware thing that you could chuck in the fridge and store your food overnight. that would be quite a clever thing.
1: Or the lid, as you're sort of screwing it on, rotating it, um, it's got a little pump so you can basically vacuum the Evacuate air out of it. it out, and and vacuum pack
0: your, your stuff inside, yeah. Um, but, you know, instantly we look in there and it's like, that's just going to be more expensive. And cookware is already expensive. And would I? how many times would I ever use that? That's what the two of us mm. are constantly doing. So we're trying to make cookware multi-purpose thing. And the thing is, containers are always useful. Yeah. Um, certainly for, you know, yeah. DIY jobs and stuff like that. Um, but yeah I mean a, a frying pan's not stylish enough that you're gonna you know walk around with that and have your tablet mounted to the back of it so you can you know have this cool frying pan on your lap with a tablet on the back and then go and chuck God. it on the stove and, you know
1: <laughs> yeah no exactly
0: what 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 yeah, could we do I'm, I'm if we done. took the idea of um what tech what tech is in a smartphone and let's say the good old mark one frying pan and somehow merge them together so our our pan had many tricks up its sleeve.
1: Well, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind would be a um, spirit-level type thing. Um, You know, you want it so that when you crack that egg into your frying pan, it doesn't just slop all the way to the side of the pan, so it's perfectly level. Um, I mean, if it's not level, you're going to have to hold it there, so maybe something that then auto-levels itself, I guess, um, potentially. Um, Temperature measurement, so you know what temperature your pan's at and and there are two temperatures there there can be the ir detect the
0: food temperature you know the perfect mm-hmm. steak oh, yeah. is actually a function of the temperature mm-hmm. of the top of the steak versus what the bottom is but the bottom's got to be at the right temperature as well mm. um so you could you could okay. have the eye the infrared the, the thermal infrared function plus the actual contact temperature with the stove um, you could chuck in energy management into the thing you could throw in mm. burning alerts um i guess you could throw you know, out a lot auto of stuff. shutoffs
1: and stuff yeah exactly um but like the, the one thing certainly and it's it's something that when doing this we're not jumping now to how we do that no um not, not necessarily because we're curious as to how we'd achieve a, a thermocouple or anything like that inside of it or a spread level um but more importantly we're not worrying about how we would do it in terms of oh i have no idea i don't think it's even possible to do that it's are we we're identifying, is it actually worth putting any, like, any of those sort of functions inside our pan? Um, but then thinking about it, does that make it multi-purpose or just a really cool frying pan?
0: It, it makes a really cool frying pan because if, if we then went to what the PRS would look like for this, everything that we just said, um, mm. you know, a, a sm- a, if I use the word smoke alarm, okay, but mm. you have a smoke alarm in the kitchen by law, okay, so why do you need one on the frying pan? just saying Um, if you were to have something over your stove in the actual like extractor hood which could do the infrared processing of all four plates at the same time that would certainly be better than Mm. something that can only do your frying pan because then you have got to buy a smart pot and a smart this and a smart everything Um, so if we were to break it down and work out exactly what we needed well all you need is well who actually cooks without watching it not many people actually when it comes to frying stuff so is is it, is it okay. a problem worth solving yeah you know and it comes down to the perfectly cracked egg if this was a production environment who the actual f-
1: buys a pre-fried egg in a bag or something i think i smell um, something burning think,
0: is this episode
1: up <laughs> i think this one's a good wrap up for the day yeah yeah well thanks so much for listening guys we'll catch you guys in the next one cheers